This is Hello Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by Alan and Luis, Los Chingones, bringing you all the latest news in the pro wrestling world. Let's get it. First episode, loading up right now in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Alan, and alongside my co-host, Luis. Hey, what's up, guys? Hope you guys are all having a badass day. Let's get the show on the road. Let's go, let's go. What up? Like my dude Killer Crosby saying, TikTok, it's time. But before we get this podcast started, we just wanted to give you guys this message. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our very first episode. I know right now we're all going through some weird, crazy, and difficult times. Some of us are working, others are staying home, but most importantly, we're all trying to stay safe. At the end of the day, we're all in this together. That's why Luis and myself wanted to create a podcast to keep you guys entertained throughout these times. Our goal is to provide some badass entertainment, so please don't forget to leave us a 5-star rating, subscribe to us, and tell a friend about us. Now, let's get the show on the road, baby! Well, guys, let's get this started, but first of all... You guys are probably wondering who is Luis and who is Alan. Well, we're going to get those questions answered for you. Alan, who are you? Yeah, what's up, my people? Uh, My name is Alan. Um, I come, well, I was born in the Lucha Libre world, uh, Mexico City. Uh, But I was raised in Chicago my whole life. Uh, I mean, the city, the beautiful city that brought you CM Punk, uh, where Pro Wrestling Tees is located at. The city that brought you all in and all out. Just a beautiful city, man. What about you, Luis? Oh, man, how do I beat that? You pretty much summed it all up for me. Um, One thing is, you know, I'm also born and raised from Chicago. Um, You summed it all up. CM Punk, all in, all out. One thing you did forget to mention, though, is the Madhouse on Madison, where Michael Jordan did make his legacy. Six rings. Oh, yep. The GOAT, baby. The GOAT. Well, you guys are probably wondering, right? Why a wrestling podcast, or should I say pro wrestling? Uh, why the name? Why the idea? Where did all this come from? So we are going to answer those questions for you guys. Um, I'll start off. I'll start it off. Um, so pretty much wrestling. Wrestling has always been a thing in my life since I was a little kid. Uh, it all started with me watching wrestling with my cousins um, back then. Uh, We didn't have cable or none of that special TV. So whatever we could catch on TV, on regular TV, that's what we would watch, which was usually SmackDown. Um, And then my dad, he would take me to Blockbuster. Uh, I would rent out all the DVDs, all the special pay-per-views. And then from there, that was my way of catching up with wrestling. And this was all throughout the Attitude Era. So, I mean, you already know who my idols are. We're talking about Stone Cold, The Rock, Taker, of course, uh, Kane, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, the whole DX. 
And then after that came the Hardy Boys. You can't forget about Edge and Christian. Uh, Chris Jericho. Um, Kurt Angle. Eddie Guerrero. Oh my God, the list goes on. That's just how crazy I am about these guys. Um, but yeah, that's how it all started for me. And then uh, from there, it was just like, we will watch wrestling. And then afterwards, me and my cousins will have like a wrestling match in the living room. Back in the apartments in Chicago. Uh, luckily, no one got injured. <laughs> I really hope not. Yeah, I mean, they, this, they did say, don't try this at home. But yeah, we didn't listen for shit. <laughs> um, but it was just a couple scars, maybe some tears. <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, that, that was just our way of getting together. It brought us all together. And oh, man, I, I just miss watching it with them. Um, there was a point where I stopped watching wrestling, uh, just like anybody else, right? You find out that all this is scripted, right? Whatever. Um, and you kind of lose a little bit of attention. Uh, you realize that, like, for example, Taker and Kane are really not the brothers of destruction. <laughs> and it makes you a little upset. But at the end of the day, like, I, I always try to keep up with it. I know... Um, I would always watch every WrestleMania, all the way up to WrestleMania. I think the last WrestleMania match that I, uh, sorry, the last WrestleMania event that I watched like that, that I kept up with it, was WrestleMania uh, 28. After that, I stopped watching wrestling. And obviously, I stopped at a good one. I mean, we're talking about Taker versus Triple H, oh. when Shawn Michaels was the guest referee. And the Venera. Uh, the end of an era, and it was epic how they ended that, all in the uh, entrance and the stage, hugging together. It was just a crazy moment. So to me, I'm like, you know what? Like, I got to witness that. Like, I'm good. I don't have to watch wrestling, right? Um, so I stopped. And then just what? I would say in early 2017, late 2016, I got back into it. Uh, my friends like Javi and Cesar, shout out to them if they're hearing this. Uh, they were the ones who like kept telling me to keep watching it again. How it's different now. How the performance in the ring is way better. Uh, the promos might not be like before. Like how they had those backstage promos back in the days. With The Rock and Stone Cold and Vince. But overall, I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't mind it. Like, let me, let me give it another shot. Let me see if I still love this sport. And yeah, I started watching it and I never stopped, man. I, I just... Now it's just like in my DNA, man. I got to watch it every Monday, uh, Wednesday, Friday, all the special pay-per-views on Sunday. Uh, so yeah, it's just been a non-stop thing now. What about you, Luis, man? Why you, why you like wrestling so much? Oh, man. I think when you bring up the don't try it at home, I feel like every actual wrestling fan has done it. Um, I feel like every actual wrestling fan tries being a Jeff Hardy tries doing everything crazy off the top rope so also same thing here you know um i was watching it wrestling's one of those things that's kind of an escape from reality type thing i get home i turned it on i just keep watching i'm like okay cool like let's, let's get this let's get this started so I watched it um only difference is back in the day we don't have like we have right now wwe network the pay-per-views are sixty dollars on cable oh yeah i was a kid i was there was no way i was gonna buy a sixty dollar pay-per-view nope no job uh, no money yeah ask my parents no no you're not going to okay cool i guess i'm not going to <laughs> so um you know it's one of those things if you asked me though when it comes down to wrestlers you named a couple of great ones you know you got taker one of my all-time favorites is also Shawn michaels oh yeah we also have triple h john cena 
John Cena, that's a big one. Uh, one of my all-time favorites, probably my all-time favorite, is, though, Jeff Hardy. That was a crazy fucker. Yeah, that was a crazy guy, man. Uh, Let he, me tell you, all those things I tried doing myself, and didn't no broken bones, thankfully. Like you said, some tears, a couple scratches, a couple bruises, but overall, it was okay. <laughs> Didn't you uh, injure your brother trying to do a, a, oh, <laughs> a Jeff Hardy move? Oh, man. T- tell us a little bit about that. So, it was back in the apartments. My brother and me are wrestling. Uh, this is when he was actually kind of into it or just messing around with me. Uh, we go after, we go after it. He was standing at the edge of the bed. And Ooh. I was wanting to jump off my, the top of my dresser. Wait, this already doesn't sound good, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't good. I go on top of the dresser. Keep in mind, the dresser's pretty tall. I'm a little kid. So when we were jumping it, I jump off. I land on the bed, but my brother wasn't on the bed no more. <laughs> he was at the edge of the counter on the bed, and then the dresser fell. Oh, my God. I do want to say, he did kind of bust his head. <laughs> but on the good point, no stitches were required. Oh, man, that's good, man. See, yes, Shingonen way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was re- he was meant for that. <laughs> it was uh, it's one of those things where you think of wrestling at home and do not try. I feel like, you know, WWE was not lying to me. Do not try it at home. Definitely. So, Luis, I got to ask, man. Um, now that you told us why you like wrestling so much, uh, what's some of, like, your favorite matches that you're like, you know why? You know what? This is why I like wrestling. If you could name some. Man, favorite matches. So when it comes down to the favorite matches topic, one of my all-time favorite matches is CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy on Friday Night SmackDown in a steel cage match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, That's definitely top of the list. And as you guys all know, that was Jeff Hardy's retirement match in WWE. Yep, yep. Um, that's when he left the company for about eight, nine years. Yeah, went to um, TNA and then did his thing out there. Exactly. So, you know, we're talking back in 2009. Also, one of my all-time favorites. And it's not just because it was here in Chicago. Money in the Bank 2015. Uh, John Cena and CM Punk. No, uh, 2011. 2011 was the historical match at uh, Allstate Arena. Uh, I mean, wow. Just oh. the crowd, the atmosphere, the fact that CM Punk is from Chicago, his contract expiring that same night, uh, him winning the title and taking it with him and just rubbing it in Vince's face. I think that was the cherry on top, and it was just one of the best things i seen so you no know, yeah that's a good one that pop from the all-state arena it's like jerry lawler says it's like new england getting to the super bowl in new england yep it, it, it's crazy that's why we're so proud um you know to be raised in the city because the fans out here just are crazy are crazy for chicago sports um oh man um well for me um there's been a lot of matches um, I think I'm going to name the ones that got me back into wrestling. Um, one of them being, and shout out to my guy, Javi. Because um, there is more than just WWE, as we all know. Um, he kept telling me about New Japan Pro Wrestling. And how there's a whole different vibe going out, uh, going on over there. Um, one of the two main guys he told me about, that he told me to you know YouTube. Uh, one of them was being Kenny Omega. The other one is Okada. Oh man, greatness! Oh, that's uh, that's a match that 
it just made me think so different about wrestling. It was it took place at uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11 at the Tokyo Dome. Um, if you haven't watched that, please, please do yourself a favor. You to that. It's one of the greatest matches I've seen. They got me back. They got me back into wrestling. Um, that was one of them. Uh, the other one that was pretty amazing that he also told me to check out was back when AJ Styles was in uh, Japan and New Japan Pro Wrestling. It was uh, Wrestle Kingdom 10 against Nakamura. That was also an epic, epic match. Just the show that they gave us fans was just amazing. That's another one that I recommend YouTubing and uh, watching the whole thing because it's really worth it. Uh, this is back when AJ Styles was in the Bullet Club, the leaders. So that was pretty awesome. Um, another match, and I don't know if you agree with me, but uh, Royal Rumble 2015. Now we're actually in 2015. Okay, now now we're actually talking 2015. Yeah. Now we're going time forward. Yeah, so, so this was when Rollins had the Money in the Bank suitcase. Um, this is when it was a triple threat match. It was him versus Cena versus Brock Lesnar, and... It was just an incredible match. Like, to me, it was a classic match. Like, if you were telling me, like, hey, what's one match that I should watch that I should that will get me back into WWE? I say start off with that. That was just an incredible match that those three guys gave us. Um, another one that I really liked, this was after uh, Rollins had won the title. Uh, this is when he went against uh, John Cena and Sting. This was Sting's comeback, which was at Night of Champions... Night of Champions 2015 when he went against John Cena first and then they surprised him and told him oh well now you're going against Sting and this is when he had when he was holding both titles which was the uh, WWE uh, Championship the and then the States. and then the United States Championship so that's another one that was just epic I think that whole show was really awesome and then like you said Money in the Bank 2011 when CM Punk won it that was epic 2011, guys. 2011. 2011, yeah. So uh, those were just some of the matches that really stood out to me, that really got me back into wrestling. I remember my friend Cesar telling me, like, yo, check out The Shield. Like, if you haven't watched wrestling, those are the three guys to look out for. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know, they look, they look powerful. Like, I like their character. Uh, you've seen a lot of like tag teams and a lot of uh, wrestlers build um, teams and you know start from the ground. But when I saw those three guys, I just knew they were gonna be something big. Their chemistry just clicked. I feel like. And I mean, we're talking about Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, which is known as John Moxley. You know, on AEW, which we'll talk about AEW throughout these episodes. Um, but. Those were three guys. He's like, yo, look out for them. But the one that really stood out for me, and I mentioned him not too long ago, was Seth Rollins. I was just looking at the way he wrestles in the ring, the way he cuts his promos, the way that he just knows how to work that heel uh, character, and just everything about him just really stood out to me. It was something new. Uh, something that I never seen before in the Attitude Era. Maybe there was guys like that, but it was just something fresh. So that's what really got me back into wrestling. And I mean, if it wasn't for those matches, I don't think I will be watching wrestling again. Oh man, it's pretty deep right there. Yeah. So yeah, those are just some of the matches. And as as you 
just by hearing us, you can see the love and passion we have for it. Um, I'm, I'm lucky to have friends that also like it. I'm also glad that I met Luis and he fucking loves wrestling as well. Uh, Luis, tell them how we met. Oh, man. So we're bringing it back. Alan and me actually worked together. Um, we did work together in the same location. Um, so it comes back, I believe it was 2017, right? Uh, 2016, 2017. Yeah. Around that area, yeah. around that p- part. Um, it's between April and May. Um, I was in the, I went in for my interview. Alan was there, had no idea who he was. I was wearing a bright pink shirt, ready to get interviewed. Yeah, th- this boy, uh, I thought he was going to go to a quinceañera or something. I thought he was a chambelan or what and was looked he? just like one. Khaki <laughs> pants and a light pink shirt. With a black tie, right? Or I think you were wearing a little black tie. I think I was wearing them the little, black tie. Them little skinny ones from Express. It actually was from Express. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to put that out there. Um, the shirt was also from Express. And the jeans oh, were also man. From Express. I was... Proud repping Express. For real, you were dripped out in Express. <laughs> you know, I was just trying to make a statement, okay? Uh, I feel you. Thankfully, you know, they liked me. Boom, boom, boom. Well, he got the job. A month later, I was working there. Yeah, he was working there. Uh, my first impressions were like, man, this little young guy, like, he's pretty outgoing. I'm not going to lie. Um, I thought he was Asian at first because if you look at Luis, he, he looks Asian, like a Filipino. I do get that a like, lot. <laughs> like uh, Pac-Man's son or something. Uh, but um, overall, we started talking because we were, we were short staff, so we spent a lot of time together. We had to like each other to work with each other. Exactly. I'm going to put that out. Yeah. <laughs> And just by getting to know him, like, we realized that we were both, you know, getting into wrestling. Um, And we just, that's all we would talk about, right? We would talk about this wrestler, that match. Um, This is the time where we both found out about the whole Bullet Club and Kenny Omega and and Cody, the Young Bucks. Um, So we just clicked. And then from there, we just started uh, a bond that... Now, you know, if you tell us, hey, you know, like, why are you guys such good friends? It's because of wrestling, honestly. Exactly. And then little differences here and there, but... But, you know... It the, all comes down to the wrestling portion of it. Exactly. So, we had intention of um, bringing, you, bringing you guys the first episode um, on uh, Money in the Bank uh, 2020, the one that just passed by. Uh, it didn't happen, right? Some things happened at work, and, and we couldn't do the first episode after Money in the Bank. But the reason for that is because our first event that we went together was actually Money in the Bank 2017, which was in San Luis. San Luis, Missouri. Um, the home of Randy Orton. Um, we drove out there. Uh, we we told ourselves, like, why fly out there? We could just have a nice little road trip. Uh, go to the city. Go and then, drive, I'll drive, that kind of shenanigans. Well, it turns out you didn't drive. I, I, I drove one hour. One hour. On and the then, way back. And then he stopped because he said it was too many curves. I was like, okay, guy. Too many curves and too many trucks, man. Um, So I pretty much drove there and back the full hours. Huge shout out to you. <laughs> but it was so much fun. I mean, that was the money in the bank where... Uh, Baron Corbin actually won the briefcase. And they didn't do nothing with it, but oh, he was he was known as the lone wolf back then. With not, the long hair. Not the king. The king Corbin. No, long hair. Um, That was the ending of that pay-per-view. He was actually bringing the briefcase down. Oh, man. How WWE squashed him, though, with that. Oh, yeah. 
But um, overall, it was such a fun pay-per-view because it was our first one. And it was really cool because we got to see the ladders. Um, but before that, our actually first big pay-per-view that we went to, once we started getting back into wrestling, was actually Backlash 2017. Um, I went with all my friends. You know, shout out to Javi, Cesar, Arturo. Uh, you went with your dad, right? I did go with my dad. It was That's kind awesome. Of a, it was a last minute thing, you know. I saw tickets for twenty five dollars. I was like, okay, cool. I was down there in the top. You were pretty much touching the roof. I was pretty much touching the ceiling. Pretty <laughs> much the last were up there. Yeah. So uh, that was uh, a special one because. And in case you guys didn't know, um, for that backlash, that's actually the one where Shinsuke Nakamura debuted. Against on the Dolph. main roster. Yep, and he went against Dolph, and it was just crazy because. We were excited because from, you know, watching that New Japan Pro Wrestling match, Wrestling Kingdom 10, seeing Nakamura versus AJ. And then when he came to WWE, we're like, oh, my God, they could probably face each other again because AJ Styles was already uh, it was already with WWE at the time. So that was really exciting, which that led to the next big pay-per-view we went to, uh, which was WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans. Oh, man. But before we talk about that, uh, there was a special uh, event we went to. It was Ring of Honor Global Wars. Uh, that's where we saw the Bullet Club for the first time. Uh, this is when Kenny Omega was the leader. Uh, you had Cody, the Young Bucks, the villain. Hangman. Hangman. So that's when we first laid eyes um, on Kenny Omega, you know, right in front of us. And it was just the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, that one was actually a really cool experience. Because when you think of WWE events, you think of a big arena. That, we were like in an indoor soccer field, indoor basketball court. It just still had those uh, independent vibes. Um, And it was really awesome. Really awesome. And then uh, after that, uh, we decided to uh, go big. Uh, go big or go home. Probably make one of the biggest purchases of our life. Oh, man. I almost forgot about that purchase. Why are you bring it up? We literally had to work so hard to earn a good commission check uh, to afford these tickets. And um, and that's how we do it with all of our events. Uh, but it was WrestleMania 34. Um, this was special because it was our first WrestleMania. When you talk about WrestleMania, I mean, that is just... Everything in pro wrestling. Just the words WrestleMania, like, just give me goosebumps. It's the Super Bowl of uh, pro wrestling. So, I couldn't believe it that I was there. I couldn't believe that we were going. Um, I really didn't travel like that until, you know, we went out to uh, WrestleMania 34. So, it was something really special. Something that I'll never forget. Um, That was just a special WrestleMania because, A, it was our first one. B, I was at the Superdome, which is freaking huge. It's a, such an awesome stadium. Uh, such a party oh, <laughs> city. Uh, if you've been out there, uh, New Orleans, uh, on Bourbon Street, like you know what we're talking about. You go to sleep, finish partying, you wake up, there's still party. Yep, so it's super lit. <laughs> you find people out there that you're like, okay, cool, I'm going to go call it a night. You wake up at two, 7 o'clock in the morning, they're still out there. You're they're like, still out there drinking. You didn't it. go to sleep? <laughs> oh, no, I, I went to sleep. And, and it was cool because our hotel was right on Bourbon Street. It was like in the middle of all the uh, uh, all the craziness. Um, but Wrestle th- WrestleMania 34, we got to see AJ Styles versus Nakamura, right? They hype it up to be such an amazing match. 
we were we you know we were all thinking we we're gonna get a five star match. It didn't happen that way. Um, Unfortunately, it did not. But I was just happy to be there. The atmosphere was crazy. Um, surprisingly, one of the best matches was Ronda's debut. Ronda and um, uh, with Kurt, Kurt Angle, Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie, which was a pretty cool match. It like, was definitely caught off guard. Let me just tell you guys this right now. We wrote that match off the books. Yeah, like, that's when I was telling Luis, all right, this is the time we take a bathroom break. <laughs> but I, but I'm so thankful that we didn't because it was really an epic match. And then from there, who would have thought Ronda was going to be so good in WWE? Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Definitely, definitely opened eyes. So I can't wait for her to come back if she does want to come back. You know, I can't wait for that. Um, but, um, yeah, WrestleMania 34. After that, uh, we went to uh, Money in the Bank 2018. That was here in Chicago. That was in our hometown of Chicago. Um, who, Do you remember who won those? So, it was Alexa Bliss who won the women's one. And um, the man was actually Braun Strowman. Yep. Uh, Alexa Bliss, my baby. Shout out to you. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, that was an awesome pay-per-view because it was in our hometown. Um, the next one after that, we That went- is actually, before you forget to mention, you mentioned that Alexa Bliss won the briefcase. She also cashed Cash it, it in, in that night. Yeah. So she did leave Chicago with the Raw Women's Champion. Yup, my baby. And then she came home. <laughs> wow. To, wow. To, to my casa. To, you, you're talking about my house, right? Nah. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, we fall. wish. We wish, guys. <laughs> um, and then after that, uh, we went to SummerSlam 2018, which took place in New York. Oh, the Big oh. Apple. Uh, we went with our guy, Manny. Shout out to Manny. Uh, he decided to take the trip with us. Um, that one was also really awesome. I mean, this is when we got... This is when Becky finally said, Screw you, Charlie. Let's go heal. Like, let's go heal mode. And then after that, that's when we got the man. And then we got the champ champ. <laughs> uh, so yeah, shout out to Becky. Uh, one huge thing that comes out from that night. And it's one of those things that I was waiting since WrestleMania 34. Roman Reigns finally wins the Universal Championship. Yeah, yeah, that was... I'll be honest. When I started watching wrestling again in early, you know, 2017, um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Roman Reigns. I'll be the first one to admit it. I did like his look. I loved the way he, he just presented himself. I mean, he comes from, you know, family that's been wrestling years and years. Um, but... I just wasn't bought in, and you kept telling me. I remember Luis kept telling me, like, no, that's the guy, that's the guy. I was just so busy stuck on Seth Rollins that I'm just like, no, Rollins is the guy, Rollins is the guy. Uh, but you know what? After, you know, coming to the conclusion, like, no, nah, big shout out to Roman Reigns. He's definitely special. I could see why a lot of people like him. Uh, me personally, now, you know, I'm a big fan of his. And, you know, you talk about. Guys are going to take over the company. They're going to take it to the next level and put other wrestlers on. You definitely have to name Roman Reigns in that conversation. Roman Reigns definitely has to be brought up. Um, in my honest opinion, not counting John Cena, I feel like Roman Reigns is the face of the WWE right now. Yeah, yes. Unfortunately, right now, he is um, staying home, right? Trying to be safe. He just had some twins. Um, so, you know, we'll wait to see when he comes back and see what they decide uh, what 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 story did they decide to go with him? Just know when he comes back, that pop should be special. Should be should be good. Whether there's fans in the arenas or we're at home, 
I'm still going to be jumping out of my seat at home, and I'm still going to be jumping out of my seat in the arena. Yep. <laughs> um, and then um, that same weekend, we went to uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, New York. Um, that was with... Um, that was with Tommaso Ciampa and Jenny Gargano, right? The at last the man. last man standing match. Which, I mean, if if you guys keep been keeping up with NXT, that rivalry right there is just amazing. It's that special. That was amazing. It was special. It was really... Two best friends turning on each other. Like, it's just been special from the beginning. It was a personal rivalry that I feel like it's one of those things that we can't, can do really good. Or they could do really bad. And that one was really good. And that was a really good one. Um, so really, you know, shout out to that to that rivalry. Oh yeah. And then another uh big pay per view we we have attended, um, was Royal Rumble twenty nineteen in Phoenix, Arizona. It was at the Chase Field. Different atmosphere because we're talking about a baseball uh, arena. Um, it was special because my boy Rollins won. Uh, in the Chicago Bears gear. Yep, he was rocking. He, he's a big Chicago guy as well. Um, I think there's a crazy story where, like, when his, his mother was pregnant with Rollins, it was she, she was, was working, working out here in Chicago. Correct. Uh, but um, it's just awesome to see that he represents Chicago. He's a Bears fan, so that's why he always gives my support. <laughs> um, so yeah, he won Royal Rumble uh, 2019. Um, Becky won it for the women's, which we all saw how you know it turned out. Uh, they both ended up winning the titles at WrestleMania 35, which was the next big pay per view that we went to. Oh man, WrestleMania 35 at the MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, um, the home of the Giants, right? And also the Jets. Yeah. So that night just started crazy. Um, you know, first things first, we walk in, the show starts. They sing the national anthem. Next thing you know, Paul Heyman's walking out. Yeah, yeah. It was... Well, it was Alexa and Hulk Hogan who came out the to host, talk. Yeah. yeah. And then you saw Paul Heyman come out. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? Like, is this... We thought that was going to be one of the main event matches. Which was, you know, Rollins versus Brock for the Universal title. And and next thing you know, Paul Heyman's just talking about like, yo, Brock wants to do this now. He doesn't want to wait. If he's not fir- if he's not last, we're going first. Because yeah. that was when they had all that rumors that he was supposedly going to go back to the UFC. That's why if you guys catch WrestleMania 35 and Paul Heyman's talking about they're going to send Brock where they appreciate him more in Vegas. That's because of the rumors with him going back to yeah. the UFC. And then the whole fact that they were going to do the first ever women's main event. Um, so we knew that Brock and Rollins was not going to be the main event. If anything, Kofi and versus Daniel oh, Bryan, man. the GOAT, should have been you know one of the last matches. Um, but it, it was special because Rollins comes out, he wins it. And then later on, we get that special moment where uh, Kofi wins it. Finally wins the title. Uh, Daniel Bryan put him on. I mean, he puts on everybody badass. Daniel Bryan is one of the best ones to ever do it. Um, then we get the historical uh, women's main event. The triple threat, the Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky winner takes all match. For the both t- for the both women uh, titles, SmackDown oh. and Raw. Um, so yeah, it was it was a really long but really uh, awesome uh, WrestleMania. Um, we were lucky enough to be there to experience, you know, Kofi winning, especially. That was really awesome. 
Um, I had tears in my eyes. I'm pretty sure the whole <laughs> arena had tears in their eyes. That is definitely true, man. That was... It, it, you know, you talk about an underdog and an underdog story, and that was one of them. Um, but yeah, we were there. Um, unfortunately, we had bad experience <laughs> with New York in general. Um, after WrestleMania 35... It started pouring. Like, I'm talking about it started raining bogus. And I promise anyone that went to WrestleMania 35 knows what we're talking about. So, pretty much, we... I mean, you're crazy if you're, if you're driving out there. Um, <laughs> I, I think you got to have some cojones to drive out there. Um, so, we uh, were waiting for... Because... Um, we were waiting for a bus that was going to take us back to Times Square. Which is the same bus that we took from Times Square to MetLife. I kid you not, we were in that place for like five minutes. Yeah, and then we, we, going there was like nothing. Easy. No problem. Jumped on, got there. It took us about 20 minutes. We got there. We go in. We're excited. We're happy. Event happens. It's time to go back. And then we get to the line and we're like, this can be the line. This is probably the line for a meet and greet or something. <laughs> No, it was the longest line I've seen in my life just so that uh, so just so that you could hop on the bus to go back to Times Square. Um, it, it looked like a dragon. I, I don't know. It was I, like a mile and a half, two miles long. It was so long that I'm like, bro, we're going to be here for the longest. And then the worst thing happens. It starts raining. It starts pouring. Pouring. And, and keep in mind, it's cold. Like, it was pretty chilly that night. And we're just there waiting, standing up. We're literally soaking wet, waiting for this for the next bus to come by so that, you know, we could go back to our hotel, which was, you know, by Times Square. It was just a horrible night. I, I think we were outside waiting for the bus for like a good four hours. A good four hours in so the pouring rain, cold. When I tell you it was cold and the rain made nothing better, Yeah. it made nothing better. I have not wore those shoes. Or that sweater since. <laughs> uh, and um, to, to make it worse, we were so hungry because we didn't want to get up when we were uh, at WrestleMania 35. We didn't want to get up and get food because we didn't want to miss a moment. Um, so we were so hungry. Um, by the time we got on the bus, got back to Times Square, it was already super late. Not a lot of places were open because it was by the Times Square area. Um, there was an awesome pizza place out there, Joe's Pizza. Shout out to Joe's Pizza. One of the best pizzas ever. Even that spot was closed, and they opened really late. Well, you got to think about it. We were, it was like 4 in the morning, I think. Yeah, so it was super late. I mean, think about it. WrestleMania 35 didn't end till like... 12 or 1. one. Yeah, so it was late. We settled for Subway. Subway in Times Square. Now, we were there at 4 in the morning... Grabbing Subway. The worst part of it all, I don't like Subway. So look, nothing against Subway. It, it, you know, it, it comes clutch. You know, it's it's a nice sandwich. You customize it. But it's something that I get here at home. I live like five minutes away from a Subway. Like, why would I get that in New York? Like, I want to try new food spots. Um, But it didn't turn out like that. Even a dollar cheese slice would have been okay at that point. Yeah, so... But yeah. our biggest concern was... We want to get something to eat. We want to go back to the hotel room. And we want to take our pants off because they were soaking wet. My socks. That, my feet have never felt so worse, so bad. The worst part is your shoes were like see-through. Yeah. Yeah, there was some uh, 
Nike React elements. So those that he had just picked up. Those shoes are see through. You're able to like see your socks uh, from the inside. So they're see through. So imagine water going inside those shoes. It was really easy for the water to go through my shoes. That my socks were just soaking, soaking wet. And you guys are probably wondering, why didn't you guys order an Uber or a taxi? Oh, let me tell you that story. There was Ubers and taxis there. I talked to one of the taxis to take two of us back to Times Square. Times Square drive was about 10 minutes. He wanted $75. 20, 20 minutes, I would say. 20, 25 minutes, probably. Yeah, and... He wanted $75 a person. Yeah, a person. A person. Not, not two people... $75, no, $75 each person just to get a, a a ride to Times Square. So we're like, yeah, fuck that. We're waiting for the bus. We're chilling out here. It was a horrible experience. I had never felt worse in my life, and I guarantee you can agree with that. And to make it worse, when we're going, when we're, um, when it's our last day there, we knew we had to be at the airport at a certain time to go back home. We said, you know what? Let's go get some breakfast. I think we'll still have time uh, before we have to catch our flight back home. Um, I forgot where we went to go eat. Um, it, time, I mean, New York in general, like those subways. subways will get you lost. If you don't know your way out there, you will get lost. And unfortunately, that's what happened to me and Luis. We got super lost. We couldn't get lost in the first, second, or third. We got lost in the last day. Um, I, I don't even know where we ended up. We ended up in the Bronx. In the Bronx? Wow. Yeah, damn near the Bronx. Um, so yeah, so uh, we don't know nothing about the Bronx. Uh, all I know is that, what, the Joker was filmed there? <laughs> I know the Yankees play there, that's the, about it. I mean, yeah, those things, but our, <laughs> like, if we know our way out there, we don't. Um, but we literally were running late. Uh, we finally got on the right subway to go to our hotel to get our luggages and, you know, go to the airport. Let's just say we were running super late, and we missed our flight. We still thought we had a chance to get on the airplane. We did go to the airport, and the flight attendant was like, it's too nope, late to go in. It's too late. So, and uh, at that point, like you got to keep in mind, I was over New York already. I wanted to go home. I was over it. I'm, I don't know if I could say the same thing for Alan, but I was done. Like I'm like, I want this trip to end. Yeah, I I think I think Luis realized that when he had Subway out there. <laughs> yeah, I realized that when I had Subway that I was just over this whole thing. I want Tuesday to come. I want to go to my bed and I want to go home. Yeah, but but some good things that did happen when we were out there. Uh, we also attended uh, NXT Takeover New York. Oh, badass! Which was at the Barclays Center. Um, that's when we had that amazing, amazing match from Johnny and Adam Cole. Uh, probably one of my favorite matches that year. Um, still one of my favorite matches now. Um, so we, we got to win as that. We did get tickets all last minute. So I was just about to say, keep in mind, we almost did not go. Yeah, we were trying to find tickets so bad. We couldn't believe it that we didn't get tickets beforehand. But it was just one of those events that we just couldn't miss. And we were willing to pay anything to attend that event. <laughs> and also that weekend, too, we did attend, I think it was that Friday night, Wally Mania? Wally Mania was super dope. Um, that's when uh, the whole New Day came out. Uh, some old Joe. Um, oh, man. who uh, There was uh, all these special guests. Um, we had um, one Corey of, Graves. Yeah. That's yeah. when uh, Corey Graves actually admitted that he was with Carmella. 
Um, big thing as well, in case you guys want to know, I have a big, huge thing for Carmelo. Um, so when he said that, I was like, wow, my chances are over. Yeah, like, once he admitted it to everybody in the show, I was just like, damn, he snapped. Um, also, another person that was there that unfortunately um, passed away uh, this past week uh, was... Um, Shad Gaspard. Yeah, which, you know, formerly known as uh, the, the tag team. With, with JTG Crime Time? Yeah, so um, he was there. I remember him being... Super excited for Kofi. Yeah. He even carried him in his arms and was just like uh, so cheerful, just so joyful to like actually just. He, I, he liked, he wanted to be there. He wanted Kofi to get yeah. that, that chance, that opportunity. I'm just speechless because it was just such a special moment. It was just, you knew that history was going to go down and you knew you were going to witness it. And it was such a good feeling. So, RIP. Um, hopefully everything is going well for his family. But yeah, that was something that we experienced while we were in New York as well. We just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, and then um, the last two events that we went to before this whole uh, coronavirus uh <laughs> hit us really hard. Uh, we we were still able to attend Survivor Series, uh, twenty nineteen in Chicago. Uh, which was special because NXT was put on on that uh, pay-per-view and they were known as the third brand. First time they put NXT in a Survivor Series match. Yup, and I mean, we had big names that, you know, stood out uh, that made their mark, like Keith Lee. Uh, we had Rollins who came out in a Chicago, Chicago, Bulls. Chicago Bulls gear with the 23. Um, so it was a special event as well. Um, then after that, me and Luis, the last, last event that we attended was Royal Rumble 2020, which was the last one, uh, in Houston. That, that was the, um, if you guys didn't know, that's the Royal Rumble where Drew McIntyre finally, finally got his push. Yep, at Minute Maid Stadium where the, uh... Um, Astros play, Houston Astros. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, uh you know, <laughs> maybe a lot of opinions there, but they play there, so... Yeah, so, um... <laughs> Yeah, Drew finally won, and it it was such a... a we, when we're talking about Minute Maid Park, though, you know, we're talking about the Astros. Yeah. I do want to put this out here. The White Sox won their title over there. Yup, 2005. Uh, let's go White Sox. Um, but, yeah, it was really awesome, but also a very, very, very sad day for a sports fan. Um, that morning is when, you know, we heard the horrible news that Kobe Bryant had passed away with his daughter, uh, Gigi. Um, I couldn't believe it. Honestly, I thought someone was, I thought Luis was joking when he was telling me. No, never would joke about that. Um, it, it was just something that just like, nah, like this can't be true. Like that's Kobe freaking Bryant. Like we're talking about the GOAT, like no way. Um, but yeah, um, unfortunately it was true. Um, as we all know, it was just such a really sad, um, uh, tragic, tragic accident. yeah, really sad accident. And um, the um, way I put for that day as well, I feel like that's the day the world stopped for a day. Um, it stopped, and it was to the point that like we were excited to go to Royal Rumble that same day because we're already there. It's like we bought tickets; we have to go now. But at the same time, we didn't feel that same energy that we felt with all these other. Uh, pay-per-views that we have attended live um yeah it was just really sad but um 
thankfully we went and like how Luis mentioned earlier, you escape from reality when you're watching wrestling, at least for us. And while we were watching wrestling, when we were and it was a great Royal Rumble. It was a great it man's, was a really good man's Royal Rumble and kind of started kind of like fishy for me. I'm not a big Brock Lesnar fan, so when I found out he was a number one entry in the Rumble, I was just like, don't tell me he's gonna win the Rumble. You are tripping, and we're gonna get to it because I think him starting that Royal Rumble was freaking awesome. Yes, after fact. But once you tell me two weeks before Brock Lesnar's gonna be the number one entry, it leaves you like, what? I thought it was amazing because, like, who else is gonna stop this beast? Um, so him. I knew that someone was going to like eventually throw him out the ropes. And I was hoping that it was going to be Drew. Because I do want to see... At that time, I wanted to see Drew win the title. Um, but I thought it was amazing. Because it's like... Think about it. You could do one finisher on Brock. And that's not going to slow him down. So imagine him being in the Rumble. Like, that was just going to be fun. So it was fun seeing him just throw everybody in less than seconds. It was fun after when I was there. Um... Sigh of relief, joy of relief when I saw him go over the top ropes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we had Edge coming back after oh, his huge comeback after nine years of being out of the ring. That pop was insane. You think you know me? Da, 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 da. <laughs> that, it, it was so awesome just to experience that. Just to see Edge live. Like, that atmosphere was just so amazing. Everybody was so happy to see him again. Uh, something I'll never forget. Um, so yeah, Royal Rumble, that was our last event that we attended. Um, unfortunately, we did have plans and tickets were bought for WrestleMania 36, which was going to take place at uh, Tampa, Florida at the Raymond, Raymond James Stadium. Where Tom Brady is uh, <laughs> now residing. Yep. Uh, let's go, Brady. Let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know. This happened, you Things know. Things happened it was out of our nature. It was none of our decision. Like, oh, we're going to make this happen. Um, you know, we were really excited. The card was looking really good. Uh, we were excited to be there, you know, seeing Edge return back for nine years being out versus Randy Orton. I feel like that took a real close personal rivalry, and I feel like that was... One of those things that I wish we would have experienced there. Oh, live. Yeah, yeah. Edge versus uh, Randy. Yep, that 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 was going to be special. I think also what I was excited to see is, you know, Drew winning the title in front of all the fans and all the billions and billions of fans. He finally fulfilled the po the prophecy. Yep. After, what, 19 years? He and finally then... got his shot and he finally... In my words, he conquered the beast. Yup, and then oh, Rollins also did that. So yeah, just just putting that out. Rollins there. did also do that. I'm okay with anyone conquering the beast. To be honest <laughs> with you, so. you are tripping again. Oh man! But uh, that's another topic for another episode. Um, but yeah, that is uh, why uh, we like wrestling so much. That is um, some of the pay per views that we have attended. We just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, also, you guys are probably wondering why a podcast. Um, so pretty much a podcast. We thought it was the right thing to do. Um, only because with so much time to ourselves at the moment, uh, we wanted to do something, right? We wanted to do something that uh, not only are we going to enjoy, but our friends are going to enjoy. Um, so that is something that we kept talking about. And Okay, let's stop it there. Let's stop it there. 
We did not talk about it. Well, well, look, let's put it this way. Um, Luis had thought about the idea a long time ago. I'm talking about like this was back in when we attended I mean, WrestleMania 34. Um, what was it? You saw Flyer on saw Bourbon Flyer Street? I saw Flyer on Bourbon Street. About I, a podcast? Yeah, and I, at the time I didn't know what a podcast was. Uh-huh. But I knew like also what it was. And I brought it up to you. Hey, man, we should do a podcast. And to be completely honest with you guys, he didn't take me serious. <laughs> if, I, if I'm being honest, he did it. He looked at me with that stupid face. Yeah, because I was just like, "What? how are we going to get started? Like, how do you even do a podcast? Like, what? Like, how do you do that? Um, and then um, we, the, as we uh, went as to we kept more, going to more events, we saw more flyers of different podcasts. And we thought that was really cool. Like little by little, I'm like, damn. I mean, if we could find a way to get it get it started, then I think I'm bought in. <laughs> um, we already talked about wrestling enough. Why not just record it and post it? Yeah. So, um, and then um, I've been listening to a couple podcasts myself that really inspire me to actually create my own with Luis. I mean, if you guys want to listen to good podcasts as well, there's a Getting Over uh, Wrestling podcast. Uh, with Adam Silverstein, uh, there's also Talk Is Jericho. Oh, that's that a, one's one of probably the best podcasts. Out yeah, there right that's now. a good one. After the Bell with Corey Graves. Um, so there's a lot of awesome wrestling podcasts out there, and we really enjoy them. So we're like, hey, you know, if we could find a way to get this started, let's give it a try. You also forgot one of the most important podcasts out there to listen to. Which one? Hello Wrestling Podcast. Which is our podcast. Uh, so, yeah. So, there's um, there was just so much uh, inspiration through everything. And we were just like, let's just go for it. Um, but let's yeah. Let's do it. What do we have to lose? But yeah, I, I, when he first told me about the idea, I was like, yeah, you crazy boy. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> you said you tripping, boy. You're not even techie with anything. So, <laughs> besides your iPhone. Just my iPhone. Uh, but... Um, the name. The name is something that um, it, we originally didn't think about naming it Hella Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we actually were thinking of naming it, because um, we say the saying a lot, uh, No Mames. No Mames. We were like, oh, let's name it uh, No Mames Podcast, since we say that a lot. Um, we did the research. The name was taken. Yeah. And no mames. I mean, if you're Hispanic, you know what it is. If you're not Hispanic, it's pretty much like saying, no way. I can't believe it. Like, like you're joking, right? Like, stop joking. Or, you know, like, it could mean so many things. Um, but um, at the end of the day, um, I, back in the day, uh, early 2015, I would say, I I was trying to start a clothing brand. Um, I always wanted to do that. I still want to do that. It was just something that I always I I'm, I've been so into sneakers and streetwear and just art that I just wanted to come up with my own clothing brand. He's not lying when he says he's into all that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then um, I was like, okay, like I got. The idea of what I want to do I want to represent Chicago The most I can And represent uh, The fact that I'm Latino You know Latino gang Latino world order Gang gang And um, And one of the ideas Was that Okay What's something that You know Is catchy 
And I was working with someone at the time and we were trying to figure out names for the clothing brand. And he came out, he started telling me about hella, like hella this, hella that. And it kind of made sense. I'm like, yo, that sounds good. Like hella clothing brand or hella this or hella that. And it just clicked to me that it's just something that I'm like, yeah, that is the name. Um, unfortunately, you know, I did some samples. I never really put it out there. And then as we were, you know, uh, creating this podcast, we're like, hey, why don't we use that name for our podcast? And we could even use that same logo you see in the picture representing Chicago with the four stars and the hella representing the area code 773. You could peep that in the picture. We're like, hey, let's just use that for our podcast and see where it goes. Um, so, yeah, that's where the name came from. That's where the idea came from. Um, if everything goes good, I do want to release some merchandise. So as long as I get your guys' support, like, oh, my God, I'll bring all that merchandise <laughs> and uh, give you guys a website, a link, and then you guys could uh, shop for the merch. Please um, give the support because I want a shirt. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so that's how Hella Podcast happened. Um, when it came down to the name, too, like, we wanted to be original. We wanted to be the, the first one uh, to have a name. That's the reason we didn't use the No Mamas or all the other names we came up with. Yeah. Uh, we did our research into Hella. The logo was already made. We did our research into the name. There was no one else with that name. So that's when we were like, ding, 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 we got it. Let's do it. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. If for some reason you're having trouble with those apps, which we hope not, <laughs> uh, you could download the Anchor app and you can find us there as well. You could also find us anywhere else you listen to your podcast as well. Yeah, so um, now if you want to follow us um, on Instagram, uh, we got Hello Wrestling uh, underscore uh, PC. Uh, that's our at name for our Instagram. Uh, for Twitter is at Hello Wrestling. Yes, it is. Follow us there. Give us a shout out. We'll follow you back. And then if you want to follow our personal pages, uh, mine's would be for Instagram and Twitter is Alan underscore Wavy. Uh, you can find me there, Wavy, because of my curly hair, I guess. Hello, Hello Wavy. Hello Wavy. <laughs> and uh, Luis, where could we find you, my guy? Oh, man, if you guys want to find me, um, you guys can find me at IG, Instagram, at uh, Louis1725. Feel free to message me. Um, you know, I'll follow back. Also, Twitter, you could don't, also... Don't, don't be creepy now, guy. No, no, no. <laughs> it definitely won't be creepy. As long as no one's creepy to me. And then Twitter, you can also find me at Luis Ardon Jr. Um, it's also on our Twitters. I... Uh, I, it's also in our um, in our Hella Wrestling Twitter. Uh, all for our our Hella pages, yeah. You can find our uh, at names there. Um, but other than that, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be coming out with episode two, uh, real real soon. Uh, like like how I like to say. Uh, stay tuned for that. Give us a follow. Give us a shout out. Don't uh, forget to subscribe. Leave us a five star rating. Support us, guys. Uh, that's the best thing. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we love you guys. And we'll see you soon. Peace. Wait, wait, wait. Cut, cut, cut. Well, Alan...
ever stop saying um, but yeah, um, will Luis ever get his years correctly? And also, is Luis ever going to tell us his favorite quinceañera outfit? Find out on the next episode of Hella Wrestling Podcast.